Welcome to The Pursuit of Purpose, a podcast made possible by Skylife Success, a SkyPass group company. Join Krish Dunham, an author and speaker whose messaging has been described as the junction where God's ability and man's availability meet hope's accessibility. Greetings, everybody. Hope you're doing well wherever you are. It's an unusually chill, or rather I would say brisk morning here in Dallas. I think we have the last of what they are calling an unseasonal cold front. The temperatures around midday are expected to dip a little bit, and in some parts bordering us, uh, we may be near freezing. That's not an alarm of any kind. It's already towards the end of the month of April. So here in Texas, uh, where we were already anticipating the heat, we are still enjoying a little bit of what we call comfortable weather that allows us to be outside for longer than we normally would and engage in activities that we hope that we can participate in. Today I want to bring to you a unique kind of message. It is called Living the Dream. Now, the reason I'm excited about this is in a short while from now, I will get on a pre-planning call with an organization that has asked me to address the same topic. Now, the event will be held uh, sometime in a couple of weeks uh, at an outdoor location, on in a tent, on a beach. And what they are doing is they are creating the ambience of the environment around because we have come out of a year and a year and a half in some places of absolute anonymity in between the fact that we have been quarantined, uh, we have been blockaded. Some of us uh, have decided to stay because of health conditions. Others of us were sidelined because of job conditions. So how then do you live the dream? How do you get ahead from a standing start? I built four very simple principles in this, and if my head tilts away a little bit for those of you who are watching me on YouTube, it is to just look at the notes that I wrote that maybe will allow us to have some clarity. First is daring to believe. When you're living the dream, the first step is dare to believe. And here we're talking about something as simple and as innocuous as investigation or a curiosity or a involvement of some kind. Now what is curiosity? Some of you have heard me share a story of how as a child I would sit on a beach and watch the ships in the harbor go by wondering if any of them had my story. Now if you track along with a speaker long enough part of his life and part of his journey kind of makes itself into every narrative because it is almost the foundation upon which we begin and the foundation of how we believe. Now today, as you dare to dream, as you live the dream, have you dared to believe? What are the investigative components that you have introduced in your life that will now force you to dare to involve yourself? I had a young lady come to me one time uh, in the country, a former Eastern Bloc or Iron Curtain country, and she said, when you spoke in England some years before that, I, for the very first time, understood the importance of a tri-dimensional man. 
Now, again, for me, it's an innocuous statement. I always say man is tridimensional. We are mental, physical, and spiritual. And maybe at some point it became a caricature of my own existence. But this person who had never heard the word of God mentioned in a country that had been sidelined with communism for all those many years, uh, when we looked at the expanse of what was the Iron Curtain or the Eastern Bloc, in her mind, it was a radically new concept that she had to investigate, that she had to ask herself if the key to joy, if the key to living, if the key to a dream, if the key to belief is daring to believe, then in what is she going to involve herself? Is this going to be just another seminar where she attends because her boss had bought a franchise? Is it something she was going to learn to just be a conduit? Are you just carrying the burden of someone else? Are you unearthing something so that when you carry their burden, you're actually lightening their load because you have now given them the privilege to investigate, to be curious, to include themselves in something that they have never dared to believe before? To cut a long story short, she wrote me a note sometime back. She said, one of the anchors that you position that gave you joy, that always had that perpetual smile on your face, was when you talked about God. Now, granted, in a corporate setting, that's not something that comes natural. It's not something that is uh, people go out of their way to include. In some places, it's illegal, and in some places, it's downright frowned upon. But if it is who you are and it makes up your identity, uh, for example, you know, when King David said, you know, I'm constantly aware of your unfailing love. Here was a man who was coming out of a great burden of betrayal when he stood on that veranda of voyeurism, that balcony of boredom, and partook in one of the gravest sins ever that man can commit, a married man in adultery. And yet he said to God, I am constantly aware of your unfailing love, a present continuous, never. That was an investigation that led David down the journey where he became that sweet singer of Israel and that great psalmist who gave us some of the greatest comfort in some of the things he penned. When this lady said, your version of God made your Jesus dance on my heart, I suddenly found a place that I had never dared to believe. I suddenly found myself curious about wanting to live a dream, about believing something that I had never dared to believe before. And as such, thus began the journey of investigative curiosity down that path. The second is design your dreams so that you belong. If the first is dare in your dreaming to believe and investigate and include, the second is desire to belong. Desire your dreams so that you would belong. And this is including, involving yourself. I remember many a time when I walked with my mentor, Mr. Ziegler, when he would meet someone who was legendary. Obviously, he himself was. I thought so myself, and many of you watching do as well. But as we walked down these halls where he had just spoken, where he was the august performer, he was the king for that moment. And I was but a lowly employee who tagged along with him, who took care of him as his man Friday, who sold his books and tapes at the back of the room while he was up in front. My dream was one day to make it to the front, but to get there, I had to desire to belong. And my desire to belong was not so that I could somehow become him, somehow eclipse him. That was never the goal. 
The goal was if I was next to him, would I have that desire? Would I live a dream of such power that if these people who are such stalwarts, captains of industry, titans of enterprise, and I met them all, award-winning athletes, Super Bowl-willing quarterbacks, in the back rooms of these big halls where I finally did arrive, I never for a second, even for a second thought, you know what? This guy has won four Super Bowls. I'm nowhere near his ilk. I have got to cower in his shadow. If you want to live the dream, first dare to believe, then desire to belong. And so I remember when I was walking next to Mr. Ziegler, the principle I learned from him was something so profound. When he met a celebrity, he would always say, before we exchange halos about how great our present is, I want you to say hello to the future. This boy is my legacy and he's going places. Now, when he said that, I didn't think I would uh, do anything of significance. I didn't even think I'd be doing a video some 20 years later. I wouldn't think I'd have a following on any book, leave alone the fact that I followed the good book, but that was the end of it. The only Graham I believed in was Billy Graham and now I have X thousand people on Instagram. Now I know there are other people with greater following, but what I'm saying is when I began in that simple rural Indian southern town, that desire to live a dream is just that. T. E. Lawrence said it so eloquently in his book, Seven Pillars of Wisdom, when he said, all men dream, but not equally. Those that dream in the dark, dusky recesses of their mind, wake by day to find that it was but vanity. But those that dream with their eyes open, pay attention to them, they'll change the world. What world are you wanting to change now? This is the message I will present to those folks on that sandy beach on the Atlantic coast. We'll be in a tent outdoors. Take all the precautions necessary to distance. But the distance that we can maintain physically is never a distance. See, a message can travel around the world in two seconds and take the rest of your life to go the six inches between your head and your heart. That's the difference between dreams and reality. First, dare to believe. Second, desire to belong. Include yourself in things. Uh, some, some weeks ago, we produced a document, and some of you have heard me talk about it. But one of the principles of leadership as you're living the dream and allowing others to vicariously live the dream to you is introduce them. This is from John Maxwell. Introduce them to people they could not meet on their own. Take them to places they could not go on their own. Give them instruction they could not learn on their own. And with that holy trifecta, suddenly you will unleash in them a desire to expand and to live. The third is develop to build. This is instruct. Desire to believe. Dare to believe. Desire to belong. Develop to build. Often I've joked and uh, many people have often said that they thought that that was one of the most hilarious things I ever said. But I said, if you're building your existence, you're building your network, you're building your arsenal so that you could leave an inheritance, those that get it are pretty glad you're dead. Almost every show we watch on television that has an inheritance attached to it has a caveat of someone trying to get the better of someone else or someone trying to squirm their way into the inheritance. Usually it is the innocent person who wanted nothing to do with it that ends up being the beneficiary. And we know how many stories of people who have disappointed those that have amassed and eventually they left everything to a cat. 
<laughs> and I know that's that's waste. You can give it to something else, and not because I have anything against cats. I'm a dog person, so personally, I think if you leave your money to a cat, you needed help before you did so. But that's just me. So first is daring to believe. Second is desiring to belong. Third is develop to build. This is that instruction you give yourself, that instruction you give other people, that investment you make in them so that they can grow and blossom. And that investment is actually part of the fourth message, but that instruction that leads to investment. People always, when I do programs in our office at Skylife Success, uh, every week we send out a newsletter. And if you're not subscribed to that, just send us a note at info at skylifesuccess.com. Info at skylifesuccess.com. And our weekly newsletter will make it to you. But during the weekly newsletter, we have something called a transfer of thought every week. And then we have a free resource. The free resource doesn't cost us anything. We just instruct you on where you can go to find things. And we may put a clip or a YouTube or some kind of a quote or some kind of a PDF that you get that says to you, today I received something from nothing. It was an investment in me because someone wants me to be part of their legacy and not just their inheritance. Many people ask me this question, why do you give away all the stuff you write? Why do you give away all the stuff? You know, many people monetize it. I've monetized a fair amount or to the degree which God tells me, hey, you're being a good steward. But if I don't give it away many times because I speak so fast, people copy it wrong and then give me glorious credit for something that I never said to begin with. So rather than fall in the trap of you blaming me for something you thought was profound and then deleted, distorted, and demolished the original image, if I just gave it away to you, at least I'm secure when I wake up the next morning and don't see someone saying, hey, the dude from India who's a migrant to America said this. Remember, we're also in that cancel culture. And so anytime you bring out messages of hope and optimism, those that are purveyors of pessimism and those are the pimps of poverty, want to hold you back because they somehow felt you had an unfair advantage. They want to dissect everything you say to see if you really were had some hidden meaning. And that's why we, you know, we are more and more careful in communication to the degree where investing in others, leave alone, is becoming so hard. We are deathly afraid to invest in ourselves for fear of repercussion. And this is a very telling moment in human evolvement. This is a very telling moment in societal existence. We are afraid of our own shadow. I walk across many people who say, hey, I don't want to exercise my opinion because people will automatically label me because of something my grandfather did or something my grandfather had. Something my grandfather acquired or something my grandfather is accused of. And it's going back five, six, seven, eight generations. Now, granted, I will never be attacked in the West for something my grandparents did, because if you go on genealogy.com, odds are you won't find anybody with my last name. And if you find one or two, they're probably not related anyway. But what I'm really talking about is this final step is deliver to blossom. Deliver to blossom. This is the investment in not only yourself, but your future. Deliver to blossom. 
one of the things that keeps me going and gets me excited, and I'll sign off in a little bit as I prep for that call that forced me to create this message to begin with, because I thought it was something that was exciting. It excited me as I was preparing it, and I said, while the excitement is raw, let me get on camera and let me get on audio and make sure that those that track with me get a little boost to them today. But the thing that gratifies me the most is that email that comes out of the blue on a day when I'm dark and lonely. I heard you six years ago. Someone says, hey, I ran across a YouTube clip of you and I remembered you from 2005 when you spoke in an auditorium in Memphis. I remember that day there were many celebrities, but you believed you belong. You talked about the power of dreams. And I remember writing pages of notes. And then they sent me a picture of notes. Little old me. And someone in a foreign country to me, of course, because I've now lived here most of my life, this is not foreign to me, but there are many moments when I wonder, what do I ever bring to an environment where someone would take the, take the joy of writing that down and then 15, 16, 18 years later, give you credit for some of the steps they took? I went to the Philippines and a gentleman walked up to me. He says, when you came here in 1996 and I saw you next to the legendary Zig Ziglar, who I thought was so far off, and I saw you teaching his course, I suddenly realized if a man of that reputation can give a kid like that his legacy, he can definitely give it to me too. And he says, indirectly, I am part of his legacy because I am now the broad-based teacher of a lot of his principles throughout Southeast Asia, and he's one of the more prolific communicators in that region. That's joy. Fred Smith said joy is adequate. He also said happiness depends on happenings, but joy is undiluted, it's unadulterated, it's pure. So as you navigate the tomorrows of your life, as we come out of this darkness and this lockup, ask yourself the question about daring, about desiring, about delivering and developing. Those dreams, you know, to blossom, to believe, to belong, and to build. Until next time, this is me living the dream. Good luck. God bless. And that concludes another episode of The Pursuit of Purpose with Krish Dunham brought to you by Skylife Success. Please subscribe, rate, and visit us on the web at krishdunham.com and skylifesuccess.com where you can find our social media links and access to additional resources. Till next time, happy learning and happy living. Thank you.